Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Magnolia Beef and Seminary has top quality beef products that are raised right here in Mississippi. They also have fantastic gifts for every age. For the best beef in Mississippi and so much more, visit Magnolia Beef and Seminary or find us on Facebook. What's up, everybody? Good morning on this Wednesday. It's Wednesday already. Headed towards uh, Omaha weekend, of course, where Mississippi State will be taking on Texas on Sunday night. But today we're not talking about that. Unfortunately, uh, for, for me, anyway, for this conversation, I don't get to talk about Omaha and sports. Kevin Durant was incredible last night. No, we got to talk about coaching searches. That is the story of the day today. And we're here to talk about it. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me this morning on the live stream. And man, there's a there's a lot to get to. And honestly, a whole lot of absence of news uh, compared to yesterday morning in terms of any advancement in the story. There were a couple of things, though. One broke last night. One broke this morning. And I'll get to all of that with you this morning. And if you have a question or a comment or anything, um, Please don't hesitate to drop one in. I can display it just like this right here. It'll show up on the screen whether you're on YouTube, which we are on YouTube. Just search my name and hit that subscribe button on YouTube. I know a lot of you have already. And uh, keep doing that. This is also on Facebook. Again, just find my name and like my Facebook page. Obviously here on Periscope and then uploaded in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts. You can find this there. Mike in the Morning or Michael Borky should do the trick and leave a rating and a review. JP's asking if Dean Bianco is hitting the road today. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk about that right now. So two stories since I last talked to you guys, whether it was either on here or the radio show, in the afternoon, two things broke, if you will, that kind of move this story along, but not really, but it does, but it doesn't. It's kind of confusing. In the absence of information, people who work in media have to fill the gaps. I mean, people want information. You guys want information. I want information. They've got to fill the void somehow. And a lot of times things get, you know, the, the gaps get filled, especially in coaching searches. Um, so let's start with the the first one. Ole Miss apparently is doing the Rebel Road Trip thing where you know coaches get on a bus and go to locations around the state and talk to alumni and stuff. And they probably bring renderings of, you know, a new project that they're doing or whatever, hopefully that they're hoping that these people will buy tickets and donate money and all that stuff. Well, that was happening uh, down the coast last night for Ole Miss and Patrick McGee from the Sun-Herald uh, tracked down Keith Carter, who was there, and asked him about uh, Mike Bianco and his involvement in the LSU coaching search. And here are some of the quotes. This is uh, in the Sun-Herald. Um Keith said, there's a lot of information out there. I just texted with Mike today. We're going to meet in the morning, so today, possibly even right now. So that's what I know. I know he was in Oxford today. Carter said Wednesday morning meeting with Bianco is nothing beyond the usual gathering with a coach once the season has come to a close. He said, it's just a season wrap-up. We'll talk about the season, talk about the future, and all of those things. We will see where it goes. 
When asked if Bianco had informed him that he had interviewed with LSU, Carter said no. So, um, that's good reporting. I mean, if if that's going to be going on in your area, you certainly go and you certainly ask. But I don't think this says anything other than they're having a meeting today. That's all. It was reported, I forget where, that Mike Bianco was in Baton Rouge already, had already interviewed in Baton Rouge on Monday, and that was false. Just not true. That didn't happen. Um, and and the, that this kind of stuff gets so so dicey, right? Um, because what is a formal interview? What is an offer? It can be interpreted in so many ways where terms are discussed, but nothing in a, uh, like they're not sending over a document to sign. Like that's, that, that's not happening here. So you can say, well, I didn't offer that coach the job when you discuss terms years, money, and say, if it's yours, or if you want it, it's yours, but that's not a formal offer. So, all, I mean, it, that all, all that gets really muddy in terms of coaching searches and information and all that stuff. Um, so they are meeting this morning. I anticipate some news later today. I, I don't think it's just going to be, yeah, you know, season went okay. I you know, wish we could have gone to Omaha and, you know, Elko's injury and Hoagland's injury probably uh, did you in. So, anyway, good job this season, Coach. You know, um, we'll uh, have a good time in Destin or at 30A, wherever you go in the summer, and uh, we'll see you back here for fall ball, Coach. Talk to you later. No, that's that's not what's going to go down uh, this morning. It's not just a season wrap-up meeting. I, I mean, you guys probably figured that out. Here's the thing about people in sports. They lie very often. And, you know, they do it in a way, like Keith Carter's quotes to the Sun-Herald. They're not totally honest. That's okay. That's perfect ADing right there. Because this is, they do have meetings after every season. They have these formal season wrap-up meetings. And so, yeah, He's telling the truth that this meeting would happen whether or not the LSU job was open. This would be going on. But that's not all they're talking about. There's um, very good word manipulation there from uh, from Keith Carter. Uh, I respect it, honestly. That That's good athletic directoring right there. Um, it's really good athletic directoring. And uh, really gave away nothing. We learned nothing from that other than they're having a meeting today. The other story, the more important story, if you will, the other one that broke this morning, this is from uh, Glenn Gilbo at the Daily Advertiser. Um, And here's what he said. LSU Athletic Director Scott Woodward is expected to interview Ole Miss baseball coach Mike Bianco and East Carolina coach Cliff Godwin over the next few days in the Baton Rouge area about becoming LSU's new coach. He said multiple sources told him that they requested anonymity because LSU is not releasing details of the coaching search to replace pulmonary. Both coaches were expected in Baton Rouge this week. Um, That's really all he said. Everything else is just, you know, article filler. Uh, You have to reach a certain number of words to have search engine uh, optimization, but 
I'm not saying that this is not that this story is not true. I, I have no idea. I mean, Glenn Gilbo has been covering LSU for how long? Far more connected in that area than I am. That's for sure. No doubt about it. I don't buy it, though, that it's going down like that. And if it is going down like that, something's wrong with Mike Bianco, honestly. Because what this is saying is a 21-year head coach in the SEC West making $1,250,000 a year to coach in the SEC West. And no matter how many times Glenn Gilbo can... Uh, say that Ole Miss baseball is like this little program that could. Um, it is a high-level college baseball job paying top 10 salaries and has top five attendance every year. It is a high-level college baseball program. A guy that's been there for 21 years should not go to Baton Rouge and formally interview for a job in the same division for a job he doesn't know he can turn down. And if that is the case, if Mike Bianco truly is going to travel to Baton Rouge without knowing that he can turn down the job, he's a fool. And I don't think he is. I think there are details in this that are fuzzy. Or Mike Bianco is making a big mistake because a 21-year head coach in the SEC West making a top 10 salary in college baseball should not ever travel to a place that he he's very familiar with, by the way. It's not like the former Oregon State coach, who they should have never interviewed, by the way, um, seeing the place probably for the first time. Mike Bianco... Played at LSU. His kid goes to LSU and his team plays there every other year. He doesn't need to go see Baton Rouge or check it out or formally interview there. If, in fact, he travels to Baton Rouge to do a formal interview for a job he can't turn down, that is an incredibly mind blowing mistake, just a mind blowing mistake for Mike Bianco. You should never do that, ever. The longest tenured coach in the Southeastern Conference, not in baseball, in the Southeastern Conference, should never travel on his own for a formal interview for a job he doesn't know he has. That's not usually how it works. I mean, you guys remember this. Where did John Cohen hire Mike Leach? Was it in Starkville? No, it wasn't, was it? Um, it was in Key West. Keith Carter didn't hire Elaine Kiffin in Oxford, did he? Nope. It was in, not in Oxford. That's usually how this stuff works. You don't bring in two guys to formally interview for the job if one of which is a 21-year head coach within the division. And, and, And further, LSU should not do that to Mike Bianco, if that is real, if this is real, if this is really how it's going down, I, I think, as Colin Brister pointed out on Twitter, doing that to Mike Bianco, I think, is wrong. He played there, was really good there, was an assistant there. He has a bust in front of the stadium. He he's a favored son of that place, an alum who who played there, and you do not. 
bring a guy like that that is so important to your program, so important that you have immortalized him at your stadium for an interview and then tell him no thanks. You don't do that to somebody. You you don't do it. So uh, uh, none of this adds up to me unless LSU is just doing doing a disservice to one of their prized alums or Mike Bianco is making a big mistake. Because if I were Mike Bianco and was it Scott Woodward at LSU, the athletic director, if he told me, hey, come down for an interview. We're also going to bring Cliff Godwin down here for an interview too. No. My answer is no. If you want to hire me, you can get on your jet. You can fly to Tupelo, and I'll meet you there because you shouldn't fly into Oxford. But you can come to me, and we'll talk. But I sure as hell am not going to Baton Rouge, a place that I am very familiar with, a place that is within my own division, to interview for a job I don't have. Not doing it. I wouldn't do that. And although I don't think it would be that bad, but what happens if Mike Bianco goes to Baton Rouge, formally interviews, LSU says no, he comes back to Oxford. Don't don't get out of I know you I know you can fly into Oxford. I'm talking about optics. Like I don't know if uh if Mike would want the LSU plane to be flying into the airport and they go meet at Ajax for lunch. That's that's what I mean. I know you can fly into into town and just for not secrecy, but you know, just to avoid that getting out there is, is what I mean. Um, but what kind of mood would that set w- within your program and your athletic director? Don't get at interview for the LSU job this year, formally in Baton Rouge. Don't get it. Come back and not get out of a regional next year. And I'll tell you what Keith Carter will do. <laughs> So there, there is something's missing here. Something's off. And I, I don't quite know what it is, but I think it's crazy that Mike Bianca would, would go to Baton Rouge to formally interview for a job within his own division that he is not sure that he has. That would, that would really surprise me. Um, that would really surprise me. It's possible that this reporting is dead accurate. Uh, if it is, I I would be genuinely shocked. I really would, because I if I were in Mike Bianco's shoes, there's no way in hell I'm doing that. No way, absolutely no way. He's got a great thing in Oxford. He's getting paid too much money, million two, million two plus. One of the highest paid coaches in the country, a fan base that fills up his stadium every game. He's competitive. He's able to recruit. Place is home for him. I mean, I, I was talking to somebody yesterday that said, you know, it's not as easy as, you know, LSU was home because he played there. Oxford's home. His kids grew up there. Spent 21 years there. That's home. So it's not as easy of a, as a decision as that. So if I were in his position, being there for two decades, over two decades, 
built a really good program. I am not traveling to Baton Rouge on my own to interview for a job that I don't know I have. If you want me, you can come to me, and I'll, I'll talk. Mike Bianco should listen to LSU. Of course he should. I mean, they, they're possibly going to offer hundreds of thousands of dollars more per year. Yeah, you listen. But if you want me, you got to come to me. And if, if he doesn't take that approach, I will be shocked. Genuinely, truly shocked. Because that doesn't make sense. That really, really does not make sense to me at all. I don't know why he would do that. Because he doesn't have to. He does not have to do that. And that could disrupt something in Oxford. If you were Keith Carter, I mean, Keith knows that it, Lane Kiffin's going to be pursued by a lot of people. A lot of people. It's it's coming. It's going to come after this year. It's going to come after the next year if he stays, and the next year if he stays, and the next year if he stays. Lane Kiffin is going to be pursued by other people. Mike Bianco's built a really good program. It's not a surprise that somebody else has come calling. But if my if my coach goes and travels to a, a cross division opponent to formally interview and doesn't get the job and comes back, I remember that. I remember that. And if you don't get out of a regional next year, I remember that. That's just me. JP says, "Lie, come on now. Taking liberties and getting a good stretch in is not lying." Yeah, true. I, you know, I shouldn't have said that because Keith Carter did not lie yesterday. He did not lie. He just didn't disclose everything. It was very good athletic directing. It's a credit to him. I, I hope if he watches this, which I doubt, but if he watches this, I hope he doesn't take that the wrong way. I think that's how you approach stuff like this. You say just enough to where people run a story, but you don't really say anything at all. <laughs> And that's what he did, and that's what you're supposed to do in a situation like that. JP says, Gilbo, is that the guy you were saying, okay, buddy, to in response to his article yesterday? I heard you work an indictment in there describing Bianco yesterday. Nice work. Yes, sir. Yeah, there's a, there's a complex there with, uh, with LSU people and, and what they think all of their jobs are. It's kind of funny. Because what he wrote yesterday was, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was like, when LSU hires Bianco, they will have many Omaha trips. It's like, okay, okay. I'm not saying, like I said on the show yesterday, I'm not saying that LSU is not a better job because it is. They have scholarship advantages that help. It's not Vanderbilt level, but the, the, he will have, if he does take the job, Um he will have an easier time getting deeper rosters. No doubt. There, there's not a counter-argument. But the, that article yesterday insinuated, and he wrote another, uh, he said something about Nick Saban and how Mike Bianco is comparable to Nick Saban when he was at Michigan State. It's like, give me a break, man. I mean, come on. Um, but if you're trying to sell me that Ole Miss has only been to one College World Series in 21 years because they can't get good enough players, I'm not buying it. I am, I'm absolutely not buying it at all. That It's false. It's manufactured to make yourselves feel better about a hire that some of your fans are going to be disappointed with. That's what that is. 
because it has not been talent that's held them back. Go look at how many teams and what teams have made the College World Series since Ole Miss last went in 2014 and tell me that all of them can get better players than you. I would love to hear that. Arizona was significantly better than Ole Miss this past weekend. Do they have an easier time getting much better players than Ole Miss? No. If you're trying to sell me that, I'm not buying that. It's both a credit to Mike Bianco, like I said, JP, on the show yesterday. It's both a credit to Mike Bianco and an indictment because he is a a very good recruiter, and the strategy makes sense. He goes all in on one big class, one high-level class every couple of years. Um, It's harder to build a deeper roster at Ole Miss as opposed to LSU. He's a good talent evaluator. He will always have an elite catcher. It's what he does. He will always have good starting pitching because it's what he does. He he recruits and develops really good players. But when you do that and the postseason success is lacking, that's also an indictment on you. It's a credit and an indictment. The lack of postseason success is not because of Ole Miss, and it I, I don't buy that. That's written by somebody that does not understand what kind of a job it is and what kind of players they've had. They've been good enough to be better than this. There's no doubt about it, and it, uh, the the school has not held them down from that. Ole Miss has given Mike Bianco everything, everything. New facilities, new stadium, fan support, everything. Scholarship disadvantage compared to that of LSU and especially Vanderbilt. Um, it does make a difference. But it is not the the reason. I, I will not buy that. It's just it's just false to me. It's just false. So could Ole Miss get upset if Bianco interviews to uh, upset enough if he interviews to fire him? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, firing him would be crazy. I mean, it, it, we talked about it on the show yesterday, some because there are some people out there that think Ole Miss should fire him, and I think that's insanity. No. They should not. Absolutely not. You can't do it. They won't do it. It's not even worth entertaining. Um, If he interviews with LSU and they don't give him the job, if he turns them down, it's different than him wanting the job and not getting it, right? Marginally, but there is a difference, I think. I don't think it changes anything other than something to keep in the back of your mind when you're making decisions about the future of your baseball program if you're in the athletic department. that That's what I think. Uh, that could be inaccurate, but if I were Keith Carter, I would remember it. I would. I would keep that in mind. Um, Sid's asking if I think Bregman, uh, Bergman or McDonald would allow that. I know there's a, a new staff here, but they uh, still have a lot of power. Uh, so honestly, so I don't know what uh, – I don't know. I don't know. Fins of Oxford says he has a daughter in high school in Oxford and his wife loves the town. Yeah, uh, it's it's home for them. That, that's the human element side of this that isn't getting talked about enough – if LSU comes with a lot more money, then then maybe that's enough. But I don't think he wants to leave. 
LSU just may give an offer that is so good and it gives you a chance at kind of a fresh start. And you did play there and you are memorialized at the stadium. There's something to that. But it's not as simple as, as some people make it out to be. It's home for them. They want to they want to be there. They want to be there. Fins of Oxford says, Mississippi State three straight years with the same disadvantages says, hello, stop the excuses. That's exactly what I was talking about yesterday. Now, I mean, Mississippi State does a little bit more than Ole Miss in terms of what they can offer scholarship-wise to players, well, students nearby. But generally, it's the same thing. Mississippi State and Ole Miss have the same advantages and disadvantages. Yes, Duty Noble is much nicer. It's it's the best stadium in college baseball. Ole Miss's facility is one of the best in college baseball. The facilities are generally around the same. Yes, I know Duty Noble's nicer. You're in the same state, in the same division, with the same talent pool. Mississippi State has been to Omaha, what, three times since Ole Miss last went. And they've been every decade, multiple times a decade, for the last six of them. Why is it that Mississippi State is able to do it when almost cannot? And th- this guy we've been talking about that covers LSU said that Mississippi State is why Ole Miss isn't, why Mike Bianco isn't winning. And I think that's garbage. When have you ever played Mississippi State in a regional or a super regional? This isn't football. It, a lot of people write baseball is with the football mentality, and I think this is one of them. Uh, Mississippi State's not in Ole Miss's way. They own Ole Miss lately, but they're not in their way. They're not in their way. And, and like I said yesterday, I, I, there was a State fan that got really mad at me uh, for saying this yesterday. Um, number one, State gets a bargain in terms of what they pay Chris Limonis for his production. He's been to Omaha twice in his three years, and the the year he didn't go, COVID shut it down. Um, they're paying him hundreds of thousands of dollars less than Ole Miss is paying Mike Bianco. And I don't think, this is just my opinion, I don't think Mississippi State is out recruiting Ole Miss. I don't think that that's what's going on. I think when those players get to that place, they get into this this culture, this mindset, whatever it is, and they produce more. I don't think they're necessarily more talented. I think they produce more. And that's a credit to Mississippi State. And, and some people don't like that, but they produce more. Why are they able to when you are not? It's a fair question. Both of those things can be true at once. Norman's asking if uh, culture and tradition rubs off on the coach or does the coach help create it? Both. Chris Lamone has walked into a place that that had that already. But, I mean, he was a winner at Indiana. He, he It's both. He walked into a place that already had one established and he is contributing to it as well. Yeah, it's both. Um, attitude reflects leadership, as they say. But the attitude already existed when he got there. He's just building on it, adding to it, and putting his own spin on it. It's both. It's absolutely both. Wade says, I know State played for a title, but how does a team like Michigan play for a title? A team like Fresno and Coastal win a title. With a program like Ole Miss and State only get as far as they have now and not win one yet. Um, Ole Miss has only been to Omaha once in recent history, so um, and they didn't get to the championship series. 
baseball is a unique sport. Sometimes you, you know you just get hot and it happens. It just it happens that way. I mean, Coastal Carolina has been to Omaha once ever, and they happened to win the national championship when they got there. There's a little luck involved. There's a little bit. Uh, State will break through eventually with how frequently they go. But teams like Coastal Carolina and Fresno and, and Michigan and NC State this year and Tennessee this year, um, other people can do it and have done it. Lesser programs, lesser talented programs can do it, have done it more frequently. So I think State will break through eventually. They, they get there too often. I don't know if this is the year, though. I, I think it's starting pitching that might hold them back some. Um, if they can get great starts from McLeod and Bender, then then yeah, absolutely. I mean, once you get there, it's kind of a crapshoot. But if anything holds them back, I think they're going to be up against teams that have better starting pitching. But they're there, and if you're there, anything can happen. JP says, I hear Cross's arguments. His perspective is unique. Not many people see every game for 30 years uh, for Mike Bianco, and I hear your criticism. Safe to say that the glass is either full or empty with uh, with me. No in-between. I say that because your stance on not hiring or firing out of fear of things could be the worst. Stick around, man. You'll understand that that line of thinking more as you age here in the SIF. Yeah. I mean, I think both things can be true at once. I think what Richard said yesterday is true. And I think what I think is true. <laughs> Richard's right, though. I mean, Ole Miss baseball pre-Mike Bianco was really bad. He has built a consistent, stable winner. It's always a good product. He puts players in the pros. He recruits well. It's a good product. My position is, though, is that all you want from your program is good? Or do you want championships? Because if you're not doing everything you possibly can to win championships, if you're satisfied with just good, then then what are you wasting your time on? That's where I'm coming from. I think both things can be true at once. I think Ole Miss is overpaying for production. And I think it's a program that can, can compete for championships, but they don't. And if you don't, and you change nothing about what you're doing, then what's the point? What's the point? You say a lot of luck, man. Baseball has the most parity. That's why that's what's so fun about 300 plus schools competing for a title. Numbers say eventually a lesser program is going to poke through, and Coastal Carolina did just that. I mean, they're, they're a testament. Uh, they're a testament to that. Um, it's a unique sport. That's why you shouldn't expect, and I, I don't expect, College World Series trips every year. Mississippi State is an exception to that rule. Somehow they have found a way to do that. It's incredible what they've done. It's hard to fathom what they've done. Um, that shouldn't be an expectation. I mean, if Mike Bianco makes the College World Series, the Elite Eight, if you will, once every five years, so if he's gone four times, once every five years, the fans are through the roof. The stadium's already named after him. People are just losing. I mean, the, the prospect of him leaving to LSU would make people cringe because they don't want it to happen. That's the difference. Once every five years, and there is not this conversation at all. It doesn't even happen. Uh, 
Keith Carter would have already given him a substantial raise and LSU would not be able to match it. I mean, that that's the difference. It's not every year. It's not every other year. One out of five is all people are asking for. Four times in 20 years. That's all people are asking for. Would change everything. And then you see people at lesser programs or what you think is equal programs. I don't think. Arkansas has scholarship help, for example. But Dave Van Horn keeps going to Omaha. Vanderbilt, you guys know everything about Vanderbilt and what they're able to offer, but they go all the time. Florida has been. I mean, look at how often Florida's been. Tennessee has been to the College World Series more than Ole Miss since Mike Bianco took over. Tennessee, they don't care. They couldn't care less about baseball. This year, It they're only there because they're in the regional and the super. Go look at some of their crowds earlier this season. Norman, see, I disagree with this. Take State out of Omaha the last three times, and how's Bianco viewed? Um, it's not as bad, for sure, but it's still it's still something. Um, yeah, I don't think excellent is the word I would use either. Very good, good. Excellent is going to Omaha three times in a row. That's excellent. Excellent is Dan McDonald at Louisville. That's excellent. Corbin at Vanderbilt. Excellent. Van Horn at Arkansas. Excellent. O'Sullivan at Florida. This year notwithstanding, excellent. That is excellence. Repeatedly competing for and going to College World Series. This is just very good. And if you're just very good and you think you can be more than that, you shouldn't settle for this. I value the this state and these programs uh, a lot more than others do. Same thing with football. I, I hear people all the time say that, oh, well, a Mississippi school could never win a national championship in college football. I know it's a hell of a lot harder because we don't have the advantages that they have in other places, obviously. But I think it can be done. I, I, I think that we... We don't respect how good the programs should be here because they can be. So um, I got to run. I hear uh, I hear my son having a, having a meltdown, so I got to go see what that's all about. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, that name right there, or on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Michael Borky, Mike in the morning. Sorry, I got to cut this short. Uh, you guys are the best, and thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, check me on the radio. And JP, I forgot to tell you, so I will be off. Um, I will be off Friday, Monday, and probably Tuesday. Going to the beach. We're coming back Tuesday. I'll be on the radio on Tuesday. I don't know if I'm going to do one of these. I may bring my mic, but don't hold me to that. Um, so Friday and Monday, without a doubt, I won't be doing one of this. The Sunday show, the radio show, will be done, and it will be new. It's not going to be a best of. Steve and I are going to record some original content. It just, we won't be live together, but it will be new stuff. And that will go in the podcast feed as well. So uh, if you listen to the Sunday show, it'll be there. Um, it'll be new, just not live. So not a best of. I don't like best of. In fact, I hate them. If, um, you know, I can do a little extra work one day to provide original content for you guys. If I'm going to take some time off, I can plan ahead. 
I hate best ofs. So you will not be getting one this Sunday. But anyway, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.